It's the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast from the man that brought you RickyStokesNews.com. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. Plain and simple with just the facts. Because if you know Ricky Stokes, you know he'll call hogwash when he sees it. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. And now, here is Ricky Stokes. Good afternoon and welcome in to the number 11 podcast of Ricky Stokes News, I Am Calling You Out podcast. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Today's not going to be a big hogwash day. It's going to be an informative day on a lot of things. And quite honestly, two of the things that i got to talk about, there's no hogwash in them. So the first item is Brandy White, the Houston County School Superintendent today, had several people over at the central office for the Houston County Schools. He had uh, some parents over there, and he had some uh, faculty uh, or staff members there. And he showed two videos that he intends to show fourth graders, uh, six, four, I think four through six, and also seven through 12. Now, you can sign that you do not want your little angel to go to these, uh, watch these videos. But your little angels need to watch these videos because they're very important videos. And what they cover is sexting. And you'd be surprised that when you look at the uh, children that are going to uh, alternative school and children that are getting into trouble, they start in about the fourth grade. And some things you need to know, that if you're 10 years of age and you're sending naked pictures, and there's kids sending naked pictures, you're distributing child porn and possession of child porn. And if you get that image and you resend it to somebody else, you're distributing child porn. Ladies and gentlemen, at 10 years of age, you can be arrested and you can become a registered sex offender because of that. And they're finding more and more that of, of the naked pictures on the phones and the naked pictures being sent of other people that has sent to them. And a lot of people are not aware of that. You're not watching your children's phones or they're deleting them. But there's also a problem. If law enforcement gets information about it, and even though it's deleted off the telephone, their technology they can read what has been deleted on the phone. And so it is very, very important. Now, we interviewed, and you can see on Ricky Stokes News later today, the video of the three mothers that saw the video. It was one on that and one on vaping and saw the two videos, and there was nothing offensive about it. Neither one of them depicts anything. Uh, this graphic, it just explains you can't do that and what you cannot do because what they're trying to do is to prevent before somebody gets into trouble uh, on things. Because what you need to understand, the school is a mandatory reporting agency. In other words, by Alabama law, they have to report when that stuff is reported to them, they have to report it to law enforcement. Then law enforcement comes and begins an investigation about the stuff. 
and then they find that on the phone and then all of a sudden this child now has legal problems and that the legal problems can follow them through life. Now, let me tell you about being a registered sex offender. You can't live within so many feet of this and so many feet of that. You can't work here. You can't work there. Uh, you, if you lay your head down somewhere for more than three days and you don't notify the authorities and re-register, you can be arrested for what's called a SORNA, S-O-R-N-A violation, which that means that as a sex offender, you did not register where you were staying. If you go to the beach and you stay four days, you have to register with that sheriff's office. Like if you go to Panama City, you have to register with Bay County that you're there. Then when you get back to Houston County or whatever your home county is, you have to register again that you're back in your home county. And it's sent to all the neighbors in the area and all that type stuff that uh, about you being a registered sex offender. So... And what they're finding a trend in the school is that the kids are getting exposed and having the pictures as early as the fourth grade. So Brandy White and his staff is trying to be proactive in educating the children about, listen, you need to know about this. You need to understand about this. You need to know the consequences and I had the opportunity of watching the video for it and vaping. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing negative graphic about it. They're not trying to preach to the children. It's an informative, uh, it's about like teaching them that one plus one equals two. It's teaching them this, this is wrong and this is the consequences if you do it. And the four or uh, three ladies that spoke all supported every bit of it and about vaping and how vaping affects your health and your hazards of your health. So I commend Brandy White. I commend who is the Houston County School Board Superintendent. I commend the staff of the Houston County School Board for being proactive in what they are trying to do. Now we're going to be right back after this and I'm going to continue about this that you need to know that people do not know. So we're right back. You're listening to the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast, and you can call Ricky out anytime at 334-790-1729 or email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com. Welcome back in to number 11, Ricky Stokes News I'm Calling You Out podcast. And I am going to say hogwash, and we'll hit the tone a couple times of hogwash. But today's show, you're not going to hear hogwash because it's an informative show, and it's an informative show of things that you need to know. And uh, it came about with an invitation from Randy White to be a part of and review the videos that they intend to show the children about sexting. Now, here's some things, that, and the only way I know how to do it is just throw it out there and be plain. I, uh, preachers, I'm not advocating premarital sex, okay? But I want to be just factual with you. In the laws of the state of Alabama, if you, if the person, and it's not gender specific, it can be male or female, if the person is under 16 and you're more than two years older, in other words, they're 15 and you're 18, it is rape in the second degree. 
it can be consensual all day long, but it's still rape in the second degree and a criminal offense. The 15-year-old, and it's not gender-specific, male or female, cannot give consent whatsoever. So if party A is 18 and party B is 15, and they dated two years, and they're caught having sex, it's rape in the second degree, a felony, and then you become a registered sex offender for the rest of your life, which means wherever you live, you're on a bulletin board, you're on a website, uh, you have to register, you have to notify all your neighbors you're a sex offender, and it can be consensual sex. There was one person, because he had a bad juvenile record, the district attorney's office would do nothing but accept a plea to rape second degree. He married her, and they had two children together, but he was a registered sex offender. Had another case where the young man was 24 years old. The girl told him she was 18. Two of his friends told him she was 18. She turned out she was 15. She told the Houston County Sheriff's investigator, I told him I was 18. But lying is not a defense on rape second degree. There are only three elements in rape second degree, and that's person A's age, person B's age, and you had sex. That's it. Only three elements. So you need to know and I don't know how to put this, talking on podcasts. Usually when I have a talk with somebody, I put it point blank. So I'm just going to put it kind of the way I know how to put it. An exciting person, excited person, has never checked an ID yet at all. And you take a person at their age. Well, this 24-year-old is now a registered sex offender. And if I had known he was fixing to plead, I would have said no. With the officer testifying she lied, her testifying she lied, two people testifying they told you she was 18, I really don't think 12 men and women would convict you of of rape in the second degree. But anyway, he got scared because they were threatening prison and that he would go to prison if he pled to it or didn't plead to it but went to trial. And understand something. A DA can stand here all day long and tell you that it cost us X amount of dollars to go to trial. Those suckers are going to get paid whether they sit there and play solitaire all day or they try a case. You're going to pay them, okay? So it's not going to cost any more for them to go to trial. But the individual that's charged has to hire a lawyer and has a lot of other expenses. But the prosecutors, it don't cost a cotton-picking dime more. It's coming out of your pockets, ladies and gentlemen. And the district attorney is paid a certain salary. Whether he does nothing but play golf or solitaire or he tries a case. But the person that's charged has to either get a court-appointed attorney or hire an attorney. So it costs them money. But uh, they got you in a corner. You're either going to take their offer or they're going to go to trial. And it doesn't hurt them if they lose other than their scorecard. That they Somebody comes up and goes, well, he lost 12 cases this year, okay? He lost 12 cases this year. But it's not going to cost him anything whether he wins or he loses. But to the person, the individual, it would. 
Now, back to the other point again. Once you hit 18 in Alabama and the person's two years younger, under 16, that's rape in the second degree. There's only three elements, your age, the other person's age, and y'all had sex. And it happens more than you know. It happened, uh, a case happened in high school. A football player and been seeing the cheerleader for a year. The investigator said, I want to talk to you about rape. He said, I hadn't raped anybody. Well, you had sex with Susie? Well, yeah, we've been dating for a year. Bam, he was arrested, and he's now a registered sex offender. So this is for real. It happens, and I applaud Brandy White for that. He's not really talking about that much about the age factor as he is the distribution of naked pictures on the phone. Uh, you send your boyfriend or girlfriend naked picture, and then they get mad at you. So they send that picture to a friend who sends it next to another friend. You've got possession of child porn on your phone, and then you got unlawful distribution of child porn. And it happens, and it happens frequently. And parents, you need to talk to your kids, and you need to support Brandy White and the Houston County School System for what they're doing. I applaud it. We're going to be right back right after this uh, with another thing, a positive thing, a huge thing that has happened in the law enforcement arena, and we'll be right back. This is the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast, available on his website at rickystokesnews.com, his Facebook page at Ricky Stokes News, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Also available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in to Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Today's a different type podcast. It's an informative. And I want to recap real quick like... Brandy White, who is the superintendent of education for Houston County Schools and the members of the Houston County School Board, have some videos that they're going to be showing the kids. They're not explicit videos, but they're educational videos about how your phone can get you in trouble and how you can get in trouble for things and then become a registered sex offender. It's preventive. You, the parents, have the ability to contact Brandy White's office or the school to ask to see these videos. But I'm telling you, and the three mothers that was there, one million percent do I support it because in the bonding business, the legal business, I've seen how this stuff happens. I know how it happens, and it can happen before you realize it. And I support and I applaud Brandy White, the Houston County School Superintendent, for his proactiveness in this issue. Now, we're going to move to something else. Houston County Sheriff Donald Lenza held a press conference today. And this shows you how when a call happens that you don't know where it's going to end up. They had a burglary of a residence in Columbia. And they investigated that uh, burglary in Columbia, Alabama. And the victim reported a large sum of cash had been stolen from her residence. The patrol deputies investigators made contact with two of the three suspects at Summertree Apartments in Dothan. Search warrants at a residence and a vehicle were conducted. And during the search, the following items were recovered. Marijuana, U.S. Treasury checks, a fraudulent Georgia driver's license, and U.S. currency. Interviews were conducted with two of the three suspects. They ended up arresting an Alexandria Mock and her husband, of which she was separated from, Colby Mock. Now, Miss Mock lived at Summertree Apartments in Dothan. Mr. Mock lived in Blakely, Georgia, and they were both arrested for possession 
uh, our theft of property in first degree, and then now possession of forged instrument, uh, second class, three counts of possession of forged instrument, and identity theft. Well, as the investigation went on and they were assisted with the Early County Sheriff's Office and they executed search warrants, they found that a Shaquem Williams, who was operating a white Dodge Durango, displaying Texas license. Now, in a nutshell, here's what was happening. The Williams guy was having fake IDs drawn up. So, like, he gets Ricky Stokes in my picture and the fake IDs, and he is having these other people go into banks and using the fake ID to withdraw money out of the bank. And they got U.S. Treasury checks. Uh, they've got, they seized $2,200 in currency, 5.5 pounds of marijuana, a Glock 10 millimeter handgun, nine fraudulent U.S. Treasury checks, two fraudulent money orders, and drug paraphernalia. This is, they also seized another $11,000 that Williams had on deposit at a local bank. This is turning out to be a nationwide fraud scheme with big banks involved from California to Florida, from the West Coast to the East Coast, from the South to the North. And this is being a big, big case. It is estimated that uh, Williams has fraudulently cashed $20,000 to $25,000 a day out of people's accounts. And they're contacting other agencies. The picture of Williams will be, which was the first of the year of the picture is, uh, the first of the year of what he looked like when he got his driver's license. Uh, he is now sitting in the Houston County Jail under a no bond or either a huge bond that he can't make. I'm not sure which one. But there's a lot of moving factors to this. The FBI is probably going to be brought into this case and other agencies and agencies across the United States has had this stuff happen to them. And it was a very elaborate, fraudulent scheme with false identifications that were made. And uh, these people were going in and, um, and taking people's money out of the bank. And very sophisticated fraud. Another thing, and I asked the sheriff this question, are y'all having a lot of uh, fraud reports? And they are. Ladies and gentlemen, the sheriff's office will notify you in one of two ways that you have a warrant on you. They will come knock on your door and say, Ricky, I have a warrant on you, and you're under arrest. Or they will come take your door off the hinges as they come in and snatch your butt up and put you in jail because you have a warrant for your arrest. They will not call you and tell you to go get a green dot card to get that warrant recalled. They will not call you and tell you to send a money order. So all of these people that are saying, hey, your loved one's got a warrant or you missed court or you missed jury duty and you owe this, you contact your local law enforcement agency. Your local law enforcement agency do not fall for these scams. Somebody was calling, saying they were with Headland Police Department to call this number and they were a lieutenant or a captain or somebody, something that they don't even know. The Headland Police Chief Mark Jones tried to call the number several times, and it just keep, kept going to a voicemail of a, of a scam that was not with Headland Police Department. It was a scam. 
So if you get a phone call about you owe a law enforcement agency something, make sure you call that law enforcement agency and talk to them about it. If they say send money and we'll recall the warrant, uh, no, you don't do that. Uh, you contact that your local law enforcement agency and you don't get scammed. This is Ricky Stokes for Ricky Stokes News, a different type podcast today, but I think some very important information you need to know, and that's what I'm here for, is you. By the way, Ricky Herring did drive his county truck to his fireworks stand to Saturday and Sunday, and it was there Friday, and he got brave and in your face, public, parked it up out front where you could very easily see that he's using your gas for him to go to his business to make money under the theory he's on call. And I'd love to know how many times he's been called out. For Ricky Stokes News, this is Ricky Stokes. Find Ricky on his website at rickystokesnews.com, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter. You can also email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com or text Ricky anytime at 334-790-1729. And tune in next time for the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcast. Hogwash.